0: Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo.
1: Greg from San Leandro. I saw a movie and a lot of cuss words. And I'd like to know why they use foul language in movies. I mean, the movie is good, but it was too much foul language. Bye God bless. Yeah, thanks, Greg. Why the bad language? Well, it's going to take me a whole program to give you the reason why why. It goes way below the surface. It has to do with the spoken word, with corruption, with shock, with immaturity, with faithlessness, even with allegiance. But in order for you to see why words can be so shocking and why they're used in that way, you need to understand about the spoken word and how it has come to replace the wordless word in our heart, what we know in our heart.
0: Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is What is Out? And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Hi everyone, welcome. Let's see if I can
1: explain this to you. The problem that we all have is that we are lost in our thoughts. You have literally been seduced by your thoughts. The spirit of Paradise Lost, the spirit of the spoken word, has basically infiltrated and penetrated and corrupted. The whole human race, everywhere you look, you have people who are misled by ideas, misled by dogmas, and by theories, and even when they happen to have a right idea, or there's a right idea in their mind, it continues to dominate them, and they end up what did somebody once said? He once said that just about every religion sooner or later will become a letter of the law type of a religion. The good spirit is lost That something unholy enters and takes over. What we need is understanding. Understanding is what you know in your heart, without words. You just see, You know, you understand, you perceive, and that is what we need. And then from that, see, thoughts, intellect, was meant to be a tool. And if you have understanding, then the intellect becomes a tool. A good example would be somebody like Albert Einstein who realized he had intuition, he had hunches, he had a sudden flash of insight. And then he used his imagination to ponder the insight that had come to him by way of intuition, by way of understanding, by way of wordlessly realizing he used his imagination to do thoughts experiments and he imagined someone in an elevator and free falling in an elevator and so on and so forth. Or he imagined himself riding alongside a light beam. And then he used the intellect in order to come up with mathematical formula, for example, and then to write out ideas so they could be communicated to other people. See, the intellect is mainly for the purpose of computation and communication. But today, look at how words and ideas and concepts and theories and dogma and doctrine and so on have totally—look at the church. How many different brands of religion are there? Thousands of them? How many different brands of Christianity? Hundreds? And then even in the sciences, you have some scientists who are true scientists who experiment and who follow their hunches. But the vast majority of them simply gobble up what is fed to them in dusty classrooms and on the Internet, And they just regurgitate it. And the fact that understanding is missing is that you can see it in the art. Look at how art has deteriorated so that you can have a piece of twisted, rusty metal, a grotesque, twisted piece of rusty metal standing outside some public building somewhere, and it's called art. You can have the, the worst filth The worst language in movies, the most despicable violence in movies. You can have music that's nothing but shrieking, and it's called art. And in the sciences, you have wrong ideas and wrong theories. And anybody with an ounce of common sense can see that something's wrong with it, but nevertheless it has taken over.
0: This is Jeremiah Trujillo. I'm also a pianist and played all of the music that you hear on Shedding Shackles, such as the one you're hearing now, the gospel tune, His Eye is on the Sparrow, in an arrangement by Jack Schrader. One rule of gospel playing is, lay down a groove and stay in it.
1: you should learn to detect and watch that gleam of light which flashes across your mind from within. To believe that what is true for you in your private heart is true for all people, that is genius. So, knowledge has seduced the spirit... Oh, let's put it this way, the spirit of knowledge. See, Adam... The the first offering to his ego, the first seductive offering that the serpent made was to his intellect. It was ideas that were fed to Adam, weren't they? And then, of course, the deal was sealed. The deal was clinched when Adam ate the food. But you see, the thing about food, look, anytime you do anything that is not quite right, it's some kind of a trauma. Anytime something happens to you that you don't respond to quite right, and it's a trauma. Anytime you um, you say something that's not right, you tell a lie, it's a trauma. Anytime you believe a lie, it's a trauma. Anytime you do the forbidden, what God told us not to do it's a trauma and now look at food oh but i wanted to say so let's take let's take the idea of a of someone offers you something that you don't deserve not a, not with a good spirit but they offer it to you with a secret agenda of wanting to manipulate you of wanting to control you of wanting to fool you and so they offer you an excuse for something that you did that wasn't right, when they should have told you the truth. They offer you free something. They give you something free that you didn't work for. And their secret intent is to enslave you. Their secret intent is to corrupt you. Well, if you accept that offering, if you take that offering, somehow sensing that you shouldn't, you should just say no. If you take it, then it um, it seals the deal. And now there has to be an exchange process, see? You can't just take without giving. Things have to be balanced. Some sort of justice, or maybe not justice, but some sort of, a, of an exchange. Let's put it that way. And so therefore, when you take something that you don't deserve, you have to give something up. Guaranteed. And what is it that you give up? Well, it could be all kinds of things. It's, But for sure, it's your freedom, your honor, your good conscience. And if you're not careful, you give them a little piece of your soul. You give them a little piece of your soul. They give you something and they take something from you. As a matter of fact, people can give you some of their, of their identity and then you give up something of your identity to them. See how that works, and what you get, it's, you're always worse off. But now let's take food. Food is a food because food is it becomes incorporated into our cells, and because food sustains life and also because food was involved in the garden of eden the first corruption if you take if you eat food wrongly if you eat food because of the of a promise of of freedom from guilt freedom from responsibility freedom from thinking about something that you you should do. If if you eat the food because you're resenting somebody, you're angry at somebody, and the food comforts you and helps you to be angry without realizing that you're wrong, it helps you to be resentful without realizing that you're wrong. It helps you to be selfish without realizing that you're wrong. See? If if you use take the food, and behind it can be see the spirit. Remember, I talked about the spirit of language, the spirit of the spoken word, the spirit of sin, the spirit of trauma, the spirit. If 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 it is pre- present, and it whispers to your mind, uh, forget about. Going and apologizing that person for what you did. Forget about what you should be doing. Forget about the fact that you're living a lie. Forget about the fact that you're just don't even think about it. Eat the food and forget. And remember how great you could be and feel good about yourself. If the spirit is there with that appeal to the mind and you eat the food, then you incorporate. See then that food then, that food then is incorporated into you to build a, the wrong self. The food, instead of being used to build a good self, is is transformed into something that that is harmful to the good self. And helps to build a bad self. So that's about that's about all I could tell you right now.
2: would love to hear from listeners. Let him know how much you enjoy listening to Shedding Shackles. Send him an email today to roland at sheddingshackles.com. You can also send him a letter or donation through the mail to Roland Trujillo, spelled T-R-U-J-I-L-L-O, 1556 Fitzgerald Drive, number 217 in Pinole, California, zip code 94564. Again, Roland Trujillo, 1556 Fitzgerald Drive, Suite Number 217, Penol, California, 94564. And if you'd like to just leave him an encouraging message, his listener comment line is 510-455-8851. Again, 510-455-8851, and let him know how much you enjoy listening to Shedding Shackles. Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo.
1: But I wanted to get back to the the beginning, what I said in the beginning. And I said that people are lost in their thoughts, and they're corrupted and seduced by their thoughts continuously. See the spirit of the spoken word, the spirit of the intellect. Look, isn't it always the intellectuals? Take a look at at the the terrible um the terrible governments that have taken over in some countries that, and usually the, the good the good a de- halfway decent government not a perfect one but a halfway decent one halfway decent leader is overthrown and the bad some bad ism takes over and who is it that pushes that ism it's always the intellectuals because they have that spirit they they have become the embodiment of that spirit that intellectual spirit that was in the garden of eden and is still around today, seducing and misleading the whole human race, except for those few who uh, who find the, the, the way out, who find salvation. So, that spirit, it gets into you, and then when it's inside of you, it corrupts you. See? And yeah. It's ideas, it's thoughts, and it can take all kinds of forms of images in your mind and, and music and everything else. But it's basically it's a spirit. And so one of the secrets to life is to be is to be able to take a mental step back and watch the machinations of your mind and and watch them without falling into them, without, um, without becoming involved with them. Just watch them. And stay separate from from them. And not be misled by them. And look unto the Lord, and He He provides for you. A knowing, yeah a private knowing. And it's basically your intuition. But this this intuition is common common to all people of goodwill. The great American philosopher and writer, Ralph Waldo Emerson, who wrote the classic essay, Self-Reliance, talked about the necessity for individualism and avoidance of conformity. Listen to his words. You should learn to detect and watch that gleam of light which flashes across your mind from within. To believe that what is true for you in your private heart is true for all people, that is genius. But when you become totally corrupted by culture and by the intellect, which is always there with, well, what if this and what if that and maybe this and maybe that and... And with all kinds of lies and with, um, what's the other technique that the evil one uses so well? It's called, um, oh yes, accusations, false accusations. You know, you could have the most wonderful person in the world and then somebody will write a book and say that, oh no, he really wasn't any good. He was secretly this and secretly that. and See? So... You just have to learn to dismiss all of these false accusations and all of the lies and all of the confusion that want to get you involved. See that's it. You can get you can actually get trapped. You can get tricked into into losing your innocence by becoming involved with something that's not good and trying to argue with argue with it. See? Trying to convince it of what's of what is right, and and it is so clever at uh, with its intellectual arguments that it it actually gets you confused. And by coming down to the emotional level, level and trying to argue with it, then you fall away from from the higher ground. You see what I mean? You come away from pure faith. And so you have to watch out for these disputations and for these arguments and for f- these factions. Don't get involved. See, better to take leave. That's why Christ said, you know, sometimes it's better just to say, yeah, 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 and then just take leave. Sure, you make your point. You, When you can, you make your points reasonably. But when you see that the other person, see a lot of people, they're not arguing in, in good faith. They're not sincere. They're just trying to trip you up and get you involved. So stay stay away. Stay away from it. That's your best bet. And if, you, if they are there, then just let their foolish arguments go in one ear and out the other. And that is good discipline also, to just stand back, let it, it go in one ear and out the other, without even registering oh, that would be so good. So, what do I have that might be of help to you? Well, I do have a little Christian meditation, which of course is good for anybody, but it's so simple. It teaches you how to, to sit quietly and to get out of your thoughts and come back to the present moment. See, remember how I began. I said that those thoughts. And they're not even your thoughts. It's the spirit of language. The same one that seduced Adam in the very beginning, it's still around and it's doing it to you now. And and the high priests of the spirit of the intellect, the teachers and the professors and the experts and so on, they, uh, they're all in charge. Of trying to seduce you away from understanding, seduce you away from common sense, seduce you away from from what you know in your heart. So watch out for disputations, watch out for factions and arguments and and uh, watch out for people who who uh, hurl for false accusations. And people who seek to undermine, and uh, avoid them if you can, and if they're there, they're around. See, they're everywhere. See, in your own family, your your kids kids go to school. They come back with all kinds of ideas that they were fed in school. Your partner comes home with it, with with ideas. It's going to be everywhere. So you have to learn to not get upset. Don't get angry. Don't resent it. See. Don't fall from the high ground. The high ground is knowing what you know in your heart. And you have to be like Albert Einstein. They said he was unbudgeable. Somebody coined that word about him. He was unbudgeable. He just knew something, and he just knew it intuitively, and he was unbudgeable. And then later, of course, he was always proven right. So, it's a very noble spirit there, and uh, and so therefore you must be like that, to be unbudgeable. See what you see, see, and if you don't know, then just wait until you do know. Sometimes you don't know, then you can hear what other people say, but just don't get emotionally involved with it and separate the message from the messenger. Just hear what they say and then say, well, okay, and then, you know, as time goes by, you'll see what's
0: right. You'll realize what what's right. As you're listening to Shedding Shackles, here's a reminder that Roland is a pastor. He does not have a church and is not confined to the beliefs of one denomination of Christianity. Roland does not work from a church building. Instead, he's referred to himself as a man with a microphone, who speaks from his intuition and helps others to live better lives by staying connected with their own intuition. Roland is here not just to teach you how to lead a better life, but show you how to be inwardly directed so that you can see for yourself what is right.
1: Do you understand now that The whole human race has been seduced, so you have to see what is true and just hold to it. And you can't, don't try to convince the world; they'll most likely just mock you and scorn you, and and uh, hurl accusations at you, and uh, twist what you say, and even if you were to gather a couple of followers, they would probably be just hypnotically caught up with your personality, and then they would go out and use the things that you say and do more harm than good. So quietly go about your 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 your, your life. There will be times and places when you can say something, when you can voice the. What you know in your heart is true, especially when it comes to your family. but as far as the world goes, you know I'm reminded of the of the t-shirt you know you were, some people wear funny t-shirts. One person had a t-shirt on and, and it said, "Where are we going and why am I in this handbasket? yeah wh- where are we going and why am I in this hand basket?" Well, you see what I mean. So yeah, if you can say a word from time to time, but mostly you can't. So just just set a good example by your dignity, by your your honor, by your kindliness, by your be um be an example of uh, that shines by way of your decency and your fairness. And your honor. You see what I mean? All right. And that's what your family needs to see. Until next time, Lord willing, and the Greek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye bye.
0: You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener supported. Thank you.
1: Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo.